Light, it's Cyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. Today, we talk about, we're talking with a person who decided to fight a fascist superhuman group by also being a fascist and bringing in villains. Daniel, no! <laughs> wow, you weren't joking about this just being Batman, huh? Yeah. But yeah, we're talking about Nighthawk 1. And, and let me tell you, we got another Nighthawk coming up as well. <laughs> we got we have like two times the Nighthawk that we do in like... Mo- wait, actually, no, wait. We, do, we don't really don't have one times the Nighthawk in each week, so we have... How do you do the math on that? We have plus uh, I mean, two- if you're going from zero to one, it's just an infinitely larger <laughs> amount of Nighthawks. There's no percentage for that. No, but okay, but like, but like, I'm trying to. How how? What's the percentage of more Nighthawks? Two hundred percent? No, but there's zero percent normally. Yeah. So yeah, it's just an infinitely larger amount of Nighthawks. Okay. Yeah. So infinite Nighthawks. <laughs> it's it's a Nighthawk podcast now. Um. So so yeah. When you think Nighthawk, what what costume do you think? Oh, I'm thinking maybe like a. 1940s diner with no doors and there's some people sitting inside looking kind of depressed you know americana well, i mean did you think the... no you didn't you didn't think that no i didn't i just explained that i thought it was <laughs> well, yeah. all right so oh boy that's a lot of look um <laughs> right so that's a just that's a description uh how do you all right, so it's a it's a one piece skin tight, uh, full body uh, leotard with a spider bird on it. It looks like it's got many legs, and then he's got a cape that kind of arches on the shoulders like its wings, and he's got a real dumb, uh, uh, like a great horned owl's ears on his forehead, and it's all in like a pale baby blue. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think that would be a bad costume if he got rid of the uh the the horn things and the cape. Like he just looked like a weird like Spider-Man knockoff. Yeah. Otherwise. He covered up his face then. I think it could work. Yeah. Well, uh his his name is Nighthawk 1. And by the way, I mean not Nighthawk 1. That's that's his title. Uh his name is Kyle Richmond. And uh he, was was he rich? Rich man. <laughs> I hate myself so much. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, DC has Ed Nigma and like Arthur Talkman, so I can't rule anything else, anything out. Uh, and Kite Man's name is Charlie Brown. Ex- wait, excuse me. Kite Man's name is Charlie Brown. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, it's Charles. Mm. But it's Char- mm-hmm. basically Charlie Brown, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, his name is Kyle Richmond, uh, and his occupation, chief stockholder of Richmond Pharmaceuticals, Inc., and former president of the United States. Wow. You know. This guy's a bastard coming and going, huh? Yep. Uh, his identity is secret. Um, 
he is a citizen of the United States with no criminal record. No other aliases. His place of birth was Cosmospolis. Cosmospolis, New Troy. Excuse me? And I get to it later. Um and Squadron City and his place of death was Squadron City in southeastern uh southwestern United States. Oh, is he one of these future guys? Nope. He's a alternate or earth guy. Oh, that's even worse. Can't stand those guys. Ah oh, no. Stop stop being a stop being a technically better version of six one six Carl Richmond, <laughs> who's way worse. Uh his, his this dude was a former president and a farmer CEO, and the 616 is somehow worse? Yeah. Jeez, alright. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this was one we talked about earlier, uh, and also there's Cover Peace Theater. Cover Peace Theater. To set the scene, we have... The Vision, Scarlet Witch, and uh, Quicksilver. In a melting city with a blazing hot sun. And people are like, oh, I'm dying of heat stroke. Yeah, and, I've, seen, I've seen that Twilight Zone episode. And, uh, and uh, Scarlet Witch and, and, and crew, they're all like kind of see-through and like blue and everything else is warm colors. And, uh, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be Quicksilver, so you're going to be Vision. All right. Uh, sorry. I was I was debating on if I could pull off a British accent, and I super cannot. No, you <laughs> so can't. sorry, Paul Bettany. But uh, the whole Earth is melting, dissolving into molten lava, and there's nothing we can do to save it. Nothing. Yeah, there's nothing they can do to save it. Absolutely. I don't know why they're even trying. It really. I mean, are they trying? It really sucks that this is, like, the last issue of Avengers as well. Right? What a downer to end it on. I know. Like, every... I mean, it's like, you know, you could have at least given, like, people... You know what? They should They should bring those guys back. I know. Like, it's just... I mean, I, I, I miss the Avengers. Because, like, this came out, like, 71, and, like, you know... Yeah, it's, it's been long enough. They can bring the Avengers back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I said any of the information. I'm not even gonna talk about anymore uh so they're finally the wizard i see the wizard is back in this one i mean the wizard is always around he calls himself speed demon lady and become the speed demon lady no no that was it speed demon later and he becomes a spider-man villain no i think i prefer the wizard <laughs> uh so uh he died in squadron supreme issue number 12 um and if you haven't read the squadron supreme uh, maxi series. I would definitely read it. It's very good. Um, it hits real hard nowadays because it's about a uh, well-meaning. I'm gonna say neoliberal-like mindset uh, that leads just in, just into fascism. Mm. It's about it's about a group of people being like, "Hey, we know best. We're just gonna take over the world and make it better for everyone." Oh, so like every edgy Superman storyline ever written, but good. Like it's actually really good. It's one of it's one of um, Grinwald. He literally had his ashes put into the. Uh, his wife had his ashes put into the first uh, run of the of the graphic novel because it was like his like magnum opus. 
Well, after he died. Hmm. No, like, it's really good, like, for a read it. I'm not joking. It's, like, really good. It's a good look at, like, how how good intentions lead to fascism. <laughs> you know I don't like that nerd crap, Jesse. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, he was born and grew up in the city of Cosmopolis, in the state of New Troy, in the United States, of the other dimensional Earth, or other Earth, where the... A team of superhuman champions called the Squadron Supreme would be formed. Richmond's father was a billionaire head of a pharmaceutical manufacturing firm and died of a heart attack when a Kyle was 18. Subsequently, investigations of the elder of Richmond's assets showed that he made his fortune through highly unethical means. Uh, I'm shocked! Oh my god! No way! I can't. A pharmaceutical company? Being unethical? What? I can't believe it. Man. This is just like in season one of The Arrow when Ollie learned that actually rich people are bad. I mean, I would know nothing about it when ins- when no one has to ration insulin and no one dies right. because they're $50 <laughs> short of their prescription for it. I mean, that's weird. And you remember that, you remember that the big twist in the first season of Arrow was just that rich people are bad, actually? Yeah. That was the whole buildup of the season was him getting a book that said, actually, rich people suck. And he was like, oh my god, I can't believe it. <laughs> the only the only good part, I think the only part of the Arrow that I liked was when he was just straight up just killing old white men for being shitty. Yeah. It's pretty good. You know, it's that power fantasy that you, uh... And, and they want to act like he doesn't have any superpowers, but... I mean, how else do you explain him getting that grease paint off his face between <laughs> scenes? Yeah, he does not have the complexion to even, like, hide it if he doesn't, like, you know, get all of it off either. And also his green grease paint as well. It was... It was a choice. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I have a, I have an orc, a, like, a half-orc fighter in my brain that is basically mm. just the arrow, but basically just the arrow based off of the first season. Hmm. That's it. I just, you know, well, like, I mean, I like the look. It was a good look. And then yeah, you, it's just, it's just not it's practical not a, or or a good, good Which, series yeah, at all. It would, it would have been fine if it were not practical. If they didn't try to like make everything else about him realistic, they're like, oh, and he's got a voice changer. He needs to disguise his voice and this and that. But then, like, just do what the Flash does. Yeah, and like, you fun. gotta commit one way or the other. If you're gonna commit to being realistic, you can't have this dumb grease paint crap. But also, it, at the same time, like, realistic domino masks look really dumb. Yeah. But they ended up with that anyway, so... What yeah. are you gonna do? I don't know, not watch the arrow like I've been doing? <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, now, okay. Speaking of the arrow... Speaking of a knockoff Batman... Right. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm joking. He's actually written pretty well. Not the arrow, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle. Um, and by the way, this is Kyle, not 616 Kyle. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, basically he learned that pharmaceutical heads somehow, pharmaceutical company heads are somehow, it's, I mean, it's real bad. Uh, so he basically devoted his life to fighting evil perpetrated by the world by men like his father. So he became the mass crime fighter known as Nighthawk. Uh, 
even though he had like no superhuman powers, he was a great champion of his time in in the world. Except he was the greatest, except for Hyperion. Uh, Nighthawk defeated numerous uh, criminal opponents. His most frequent nemesis being the costume criminals known as Mink, uh, Pinball, and Remnant. Which I do I'm not sorry, think. I'm sorry to interrupt again, but so his whole goal was to fight evil like his father, a billionaire pharma CEO, and he's fighting someone named Mink in a costume and pinball. Right, you know pinball. Oh, by the way, it says see appendix Mink, pinball, and remnant. Guess what? We never see. <laughs> That being right, said, on. I'm over 500 characters in. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they have some kind of lame powers. Um, so Hyperion, Hi- Nighthawk, and Hyperion frequently went on missions as a team and became the best of friends. Uh, Nighthawk and Hyperion was the two founding members of the Squadron Supreme, the team that held its meetings in Richmond's mansion in Cosmo. <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't have to live in a mansion, dude. Yeah. Seems like that'd be a pretty good first step to uh, reparations for all the bad things your dad did, but... Maybe maybe you may Hey, pinball, you know? Maybe you get rid of, like, literally get rid of poverty with a tiny fraction of your your wealth. Don't, Don't worry, he stopped pinball, though, who is exactly like his father. So the Cosmic Gamesman, known as the Grandmaster once used the squadron members as pawn in a terminate terminate term 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 mm-hmm. ter- tournament between himself and the squadron's foe, the Scarlet Centurion. By the way, do you remember the Scarlet Centurion? Do you remember us talking about him? No. Remember I've obliterated that from my mind. Remember Robert Tut? The remember what? Robert Tut. Ramat? Robert Tut. Kang. But in the past. Oh, right. Yeah. This was one of the oh. splits. This was one of the splits between uh, him staying in the 20th, 20th century and going to the future. When he goes to the future, he calls himself Scarlet Centurion. It becomes right. the Squadron Supreme's big bad. Yeah. Man, that guy sucked. Yeah, and I unfortunately memorized, like, all of the splits and types of- I really need a better memory about anything besides this. <laughs> like, I know so much- I can talk- I can tell you about all of Kang's incarnations right now, up to a certain point, and I don't- I can barely do math. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So yeah, Grandmaster, Carlos Centurion, blah 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 blah, and then- uh, later, the Grandmaster calls the counterpart of Kyle Richmond of our mainstream Earth to launch his own career as Nighthawk. Uh, several of the later, several of the Supreme Champions calling themselves Avengers traveled to the Squadron's Earth, where they met the original Nighthawk and the other members of the Squadron. Sometimes later, uh, the government of the United States of the Squadron Earth became under its first covert assault. A huge industrial complex called the Serpent Cartel was actually the base of an operation for various human agents of the extra-dimensional serpent god Set, who manifests himself in the Serpent Crown. And I will not talk about the Serpent Crown, I hate it. Anytime the Serpent Crown is a main 
of a story, I just skip that story arc. I hate it. Okay. <laughs> God. Ugh. Okay. But the Serpent Crown was placed on the President of the United States and various other high-ranking politicians under the domination of the Crown. Uh, and at the same time, the Avengers... Uh, uh, okay. And also, Roxxon's about to come up, and I also skip Roxxon stories. Um... <laughs> At the same time, Avengers Earth, Hugh, uh, Ave- Avengers Earth, Hugh Jones and the president of Roxxon Oil Company, uh, made us, was made a slave of the crown and attempted to mastermind a similar secret government takeover. I mean, you don't need to be under the control of an evil interdimensional crown to do that as an oil exec. I know, you just, you just. That's talk, just kind of Tuesday for you. You just talk to the president and be like, hey, do this. And they do. Hey, daddy need money. Daddy need money. Uppies, uppies. Pick me up and make me more rich, please. Daddy president. No, no, the oil, the oil execs daddy. Well, ExxonMobil's daddy. Okay, well, I mean, so, so, sometimes, sometimes sons can be dads. <laughs> 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 what, if, what if the son wants to be the dad this time? What, what, what if I'm the dad this time? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the president, the, basically the Avengers is like, hey, we're going to do what our president does, and we're going to go to other Earth and, uh, you know, destabilize the government. Oh, cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, so basically uh, the Earth, they battle, blah, 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 blah. Squadron members were unaware that the president was under the thrall of the Serpent Crown and obeyed him. Uh, traveling to Other Earth them- themselves, the Avengers seized the Other Earth's counterpart to the Serpent Crown and convinced the squadron that they were being misled by their president. Wow! Imagine not knowing you're being misled by a president. <laughs> uh, so... The squadron forced the president to resign and saw to the dismantle, uh, dismantling of the Serpent Cartel. Uh, Kyle Mitchman resigned from the squadron uh, and retired as Nighthawk in order to enter politics, hoping, uh, hoping as a con- congressman to help undo the harm the pres- uh, the perpetrator on the nation by the uh, Serpent Cartel. He was nominated for the presidency and won by a landslide. You know, billionaires, the lead, the, you know, billionaires, the most trustworthy people. Yep. While in office, Richmond was also the unwilling victim of a sinister extra-dimensional intelligence. (laughs) Presidents can't get a break. Uh, Richmond uh, became mentally enthralled by the Overmind, the collective alien uh, intelligence that was working in concert with Noel, the Living Darkness, a demonic en- uh, entity. Uh, the Overmind took over the minds of the rest of the squadron members, except for that of Hyperion, who fled to Avengers Earth for help. When the squadron, with the squadron's help, uh, the Overmind was took over the minds of uh, every major political, military, and industrial leader in the world, 
Because of the Overmind's mental manipulation, America, of other Earths, declared war on every nation in the world. Uh, oh yeah, definitely mind control. That that did not accept the United States supremacy. I mean, oh yeah, definitely mind control. One hundred percent mind control. You so, ever think about uh, living in a superhero universe where you can just act like a wild dickhead and be like, "Sorry, guys, mind control." You know what can you do? I was mind controlled. I swear. Uh, Lex Luthor uh, literally used that as a thing. Of course he did. Well, actually, no. What he did was he said, like, actually, that was my Earth 3 counterpart. Which oh, Earth- God. Uh, actually, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> That's and, good. and he was just like, that didn't happen. And he became president. <laughs> yeah. So. But anyways, they were mind-controlled into starting war. All right, go on. Yeah, and since foreign leaders are already under the control of Overmind's intelligence um, and fluids, all other countries uh, surrendered without major incident. Now, imagine if, I don't know, a certain country called uh, did a lot of coups and regime changes mm-hmm. and made sure that people in charge were, I don't know, sympathetic to the. Yeah. I mean, it could happen. Although, at the point where you're already mind controlling all the other world leaders, why did you have to like make them surrender? Because can- be- because they're just because basically it's just the leader, so they basically have to instead of having to like fight like everyone that is poor basically they have this big show of making everyone basically swear fealty to america instead of having to instead of having to like basically raise an army and do okay it. but like you don't have to declare war on anyone because you control all the leaders yeah but they but you have a big show about having the leaders swear basically bow down to America. So you have just one world government instead of having to pretend about a bunch of stuff. Okay. You're just consolidating. That's it. I don't see the point. Would you, okay, would you want to have to independently rule 100 something uh, countries or just have all of them listen to one person? I mean, if I'm, like, a super brain thing that can mind-control hundreds of world leaders, then yeah, I could probably manage to run all of them all at the same time. But, you're okay, I feel like you're being an overachiever. You just need one person. I have, whatever. Whatever, we're hey, not gonna hey, get Hey, did, did all the countries in the world swearing fealty to America somehow tip off some superheroes that eventually break this mind-hold? Because you know what wouldn't have happened? If all the world leaders went on business as usual and I had my hidden agenda going on through all the world. Hey, maybe they didn't want to get into a bunch of that bullshit. Maybe. <laughs> now, would have that made more sense? Yes, but it, you know, America. Woo! Yep, that about sums it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So. So the over. Uh. So the overmind began to force a squadron to build a vast nuclear arp, arp, uh, arsenal on the moon, which he hoped to rage war on the other worlds with. Uh. In the squadron's dimension. Okay, that kind of rules. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's cool. You know, moon nukes. Uh, fortunately, Hyperion returned with the Avengers. 
uh, the Avengers Earth. He returned with the Defenders. Mm-hmm. And the Defenders managed to free the squadron from the Overmind's control. And the two teams break once Overmind. Richmond, as President of the United States, had been running the entire world as an American empire governed by lines of a police state. What are you talking? They're just describing America! What are they doing? Okay. Daniel. Yep. How are these this unaware? (laughs) How are... Oh, there's an American empire with a police state. Wow. That's so Mm. weird. How how fantastical. Uh, Okay. So... Uh, but once freed of the Overmind's control, he restored independence to the nations that America con- Yeah, that definitely happened. And it's a nice dream to think of an interdimensional mind control being the cause of all this, huh? It's really not- You know, it's just not, like- Like, America's not even that good at hiding it. No, it We're really not, isn't. No, like, everyone knows about all the coups, it's just that we happen to have the biggest standing army. Like, a couple of times larger than the next big, biggest standing lar- army. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no, actually, the United States military force is in a lot of trouble. A good thing we pay for all those jet planes that don't right. fly at yeah, all. Yeah, they're wild. A lot of America's tech is actually wildly obsolete, and China, China and Iran, I think, are about on par technology-wise now, and China's got more people. Yeah. Like, if it ever came to an actual war, America would actually be in a lot of trouble. Not even I. Just abolish everything. Let's just go back to, like, tribes. City-states. Let's go to city-states. Hell yeah, and Prims. And Prims. Stand up. And Prims, stand up. Yeah, that's right. The Industrial Revolution was a bad idea. <laughs> and Prim gang. And Prim gang. No, sorry. I like being able to see. <laughs> uh, in the aftermath, the alien takeover, Earth Earth was in the midst of uh, political and economic and technological collapse. Wow. <laughs> I wonder how that's like. Big <laughs> said, uh, basically, Hyperion uh, proposed to the rest of the uh, Squadron Supreme, hey, why don't we do a fascism? They didn't say that. They basically said, why don't we make the Utopian program? Oh, good. That uh, always... Mm-hmm. Where, where they said, hey, if you give us total control of the Earth for one year, and we don't fix it, like, just fix it 100%, we're we're gonna just step down. We're gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna. <laughs> that is a wild <laughs> thing to say. Yeah, but but guess what? Guess what? It failed. Uh, but but basically, what happened is Kyle was just like, "Hey, why don't I get this Argonite bullet?" Get it? Because Hyperion, he has oh, a weakness. Right. Argonite. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was gonna shoot him, but then he's just like, "No." And all of them unmask, and they're just like, "Hey, this is what my face looks like. I'm Hyperion. I used to be. I used to be minting someone. Also, I went up to my human girlfriend and said, "Hey, I only dated you as a joke, basically, because I needed to, to have a secret identity. Also, my alien dick isn't good enough for you. I'm gonna leave." Wait, his alien dick's not good enough for her? <laughs> Sorry, you're not good enough for my alien dick. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Sorry, I was I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, your 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 non-alien your non-alien regime is not good enough for my alien dick. There we go. Yeah. Um. And then stuff happens, but they do a fascism. 
uh, and they technically fix things because at least the trains are on time. Um, and uh, they like solve world hunger and everything. But then they also do a thing called uh, bee modding, which basically instead of they abolish the prison system. But the way they do it is they basically take away the will to ever do evil. Oh, so this is actually the utopia I created in high school English class. Yes, uh, because you you thought of a fascism, and then you just like, yeah. why don't we do this utopia? <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, so they did that. They also, um, uh, and, th- and it turns out uh, that they also brought some of the villains that they used to fight, that they B-modded, and had to express thing to be like hey you always have to listen to squadron supreme like that doesn't make a weird power dynamic wow i can't <sighs> believe marvel did civil war but good like 30 years before they did civil yeah, war Yeah, mark grinwald is a good writer when he writes what he wants and like this is this is the reason why this is like a magnum opus like it's really good like i'm not joking it's also really depressing nowadays <laughs> but it's good like for real i've i done like i think I did a three-hour, I talked three hours on this podcast about the Squadron Supreme breaking down each character. Wow. Um, That's a lot of talking. Yes, and uh, I did some more talking about it on another podcast. I really like this book. It's good. So, you should read, people should read it. I'm just saying. Um, So, eventually what happens is, like, Kyle... um, at the big, at the end of the big fight, he and a bunch of like uh, unbe modded villains that he was just like, "Hey, let's do the Batman type of fascism where I use my money to, you know, make my stuff mm-hmm. the thing that people talk about instead of that." Um, and uh, one of the people, uh, her name is uh, Foxfire. Who has the ability to disintegrate? Disintegrated his heart, and he died. Cool, cool. <sighs> yeah, he has no powers. He's six two, brown eyes, brown hair. Um, think of a Batman. Think of a Batman. Mm, think of yeah. like a singular Batman. There's this like yeah, just wh- one of them. But what if what if like a, a hawk at night? What is a bat but like a weird hawk? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. You you really have the choice. You can either go owl or hawk, and they've done both. <laughs> I mean, according to a lot of people who I still don't believe, according according to them, the Court of Owls is a really good series of. No, oh, I wasn't even. Stories. I was talking about Night Owl. <laughs> oh yeah, you can do that. Oh, yeah. that, there was also a fascism in that. Yep. There's a lot of fascism in comics, and I've recognized that, but I still really like reading them. It's a problematic fave. Yep. You know? I don't know. There's a lot of... I think the there's a lot of fascism in general. Well, um, that that was Nighthawk 1. Do you want to go on Sure, Nighthawk? sure was. Uh, do you want to go on to Nighthawk 2? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Nighthawk Jr., no, no, this is Kyle Richmond. Nighthawk Jr. Nope, nope. Nighthawk Jr. Nope, I will I will fly over to San Diego and punch you. So, do you, do you want to do plugs at all? Uh, Check out The Apocalypse. It's my website. That's all I got. 
I don't feel like doing plugs because I got sad at some point during this because I realized they were just describing what America does, but they said mind control. <laughs> yeah, justice is served. Um, yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs>